Welcome back to The Word Podcast. I'm Julian Spivey, the creator, editor, and lead writer of The Word Webzine. You can find this online at thewordwebzine.weebly.com, where we have an assortment of pop culture-related reviews and articles. You've obviously found our podcast. It's available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. But please be sure to give us a review and rating and share us with your friends. I'm happy to be joined by my wife, April Hansen Spivey, today for our latest episode, which is the second in a series we're calling My Fantasy Concert Set List. This is where we pick one of our favorite musicians and talk about how we'd craft our perfect set list for one of their shows. We debuted this series last August with our frequent guest, Tyler Glover, who shared his fantasy Lady Gaga set list with us. You can find that episode in our archives. Today, April and I are each going to share our fantasy set list for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, who we will be having the pleasure of seeing in less than a week when the band makes a stop at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, Missouri on Saturday, February 18th. This will be the third time we've had the pleasure of seeing Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band live. We first saw them at the Sprint Center in Kansas City in November of 2012, and then again in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma in April of 2016. The 2016 tour was the last time the E Street Band toured prior to their current tour. April, thanks for doing this episode. Absolutely. Uh, Springsteen is my all-time favorite musician, uh, but I also know he's uh, also one of your favorites. Uh, what, what first drew you to his music? Um, you know, I think it's just that every man appeal, you know, that's kind of his, his go-to, um, his, I mean, he's a brilliant lyricist Mm -hmm. and I think that that was a big draw, but I honestly think seeing him in concert really made me a bigger fan. And it was the second concert that we went to that was just, to me, it's just magical. It's really my favorite concert and we go to a lot of concerts. We get, we really enjoy live music and that one is just always stood out is really the top one, top tier. (laughs) I think he's one of the all-time great lyricists, uh, but but he is a vocalist who is capable of bringing sheer emotion, just wringing every bit of raw emotion out of his vocal and his lyrics. Uh, and then you know the E Street Band, they're they're a Hall of Fame act themselves. Uh, they're among the most talented musicians to ever play rock and roll music, and it's just a perfect uh, it's just perfect unity between the E Street Band and, and Springsteen's music. Uh, so yeah, uh, he he. He brings out that emotion on his tracks, on his albums, uh, but it comes out tenfold in, in live performance where even now that he's in, he's 73 years old and, and the band are all in their 70s as well, pretty much, uh, they just pour it all out on stage for two and a half to almost three hours a night. And it is, Which is uh, so rare. Yeah. That, is, does not ha- that doesn't happen with the younger artists. It is one of he he and his band are, are one of those artists that you just have to see live. Uh, some people don't really get him until they see him live. Uh, but let's uh, let's get to our fantasy set list. Uh, what we're going to do is I've asked to do fifteen songs. Now Springsteen's going to play closer to thirty songs uh, when we see him, uh, as he does night to night. Uh, so uh, we're we're not going to quite do that long because we don't want this podcast to go hours and hours. Uh, so we've picked 15. Basically, we're going to pick a song that we think would be a great set opener. Uh, the set list songs 2 through 12 are kind of just other songs we want to see. If you have a particular order you want to see them in, that's great. It's not really necessary. And then we will do a three-song uh, encore at the end of our fantasy concert set list. 
We have seen uh, Bruce Springsteen twice. Uh, the first time we saw him in 2012 in Kansas City, he opened with uh, a song called uh, Casey Loving, which is a cover from a blues guy named Little Willie Littlefield. And then when we saw him uh, in 2016 at Oklahoma City, that was the River Tour where they performed uh, the River album from... Uh, start to finish all two sides uh, of the double all four sides rather of the double album uh and they opened that show with a uh track that didn't make the original cut but made the the uh, uh box set that they released that year called meet me in the city mm-hmm. um i would like to see badlands uh start the show i can't think of a better bruce springsteen and the street band song to kick off a show than badlands which is on the darkness on the edge of town album it's got that propulsive, kick-ass, we're going to have a lot of fun screaming songs at the top of our lungs uh, mood to really put you uh, in the mood for two and a half to three hours uh, of live music. Uh, the line, poor man want to be rich, rich man want to be king, and a king ain't satisfied till he rules everything is one of my all-time favorite lyrics. Uh, Springsteen does play Badlands at virtually every show. He's played it both times we've seen him live, uh, and he's played it on every show of the current tour thus far. Uh, but he usually performs Badlands toward the end of the set before the encore. Uh, he has been opening every show so far on this tour with the song No Surrender off the Born in the U- USA album, uh, which I imagine is also a terrific set opener as well. It's uh, one of my favorite tracks off Born in the USA. Uh, but I would love if I got to write out my own set list for him to hear Badlands first. What do you have at number one? That's a great one. Um, it, it made my list. <laughs> Not number one. Um, actually, Meet Me in the City. And I know that okay. that was what we saw him open with in 2016 um, off of the Ties That Bind, the River Collection 2015. Um, it shocked me that it was previously unreleased on the River album. And I know you mentioned that, but it's still, it, it it's such a perfect Springsteen song. Mm-hmm. It's upbeat. It's, you know, it basically, to me, it's a good opener because it's not his most popular song, but it's upbeat, it's catchy, and it's it's energetic enough to get the audience pumped up to go. So I don't think you want to come out with your, you know, major hit, but you can come out with, you know, I was busted for feeling no pain, charged with doing things I can't explain. And, and it's got that beautiful part where it says, if you can holler, then say all right. And the audience can respond with all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just think getting that audience pumped up right at the beginning with not your massive hit, but one that's just got that much energy, it, it works really well. That was definitely the perfect song to begin the River Tour shows with. Uh, and I don't think we're going to see it again. I, I'm not sure it's one that he's ever really even going to perform in concert again. Because it wasn't one that was originally on the track on, on the album. It was like an unreleased track uh, that just made for the perfect uh, kickstart for that particular tour. Um, number two on my list... Um, I think uh, The Promised Land, which is also on Darkness of the Edge of Town, on the Edge of Town, would make a great spiritual second performance to Badlands. Uh, It's one of my absolute favorite Springsteen choruses, especially the Mr. I Ain't a Boy, No, I'm a Man, and I Believe in a Promised Land. Um, I, too, believe in a Promised Land. I'm not sure we're ever going to make it there as a society, but listening to Springsteen gives me hope. Um, He has been performing this early in his set on this tour, uh, but not in tandem with Badlands, uh, which comes later. Um, We saw him perform this in 2016 in Oklahoma City, but it did not make the set in Kansas City in 2012 when we saw him. 
So uh, The Promised Land, I have number two on my fantasy concert set list for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. What's number two on your set list, April? So mine actually might surprise a few people, but I would have my second song as Born in the USA. Okay. And, you know, I think it might be one of the few venues where people who are there actually know it's a protest song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've, it's, it's a, and it's a pretty phenomenal one. It's a shame that so many people just completely ignore the lyrics and think it's like an American Pride song when it's really a Vietnam protest song. Um, I remember being in college and seeing the dance team smile and bop along to it. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. okay. I mean, it was fun. And I mean, people love the song, um, you know, but it is, you know, it's a very, it's a solid protest song. I would put it at number two because it is obviously one of his most well-known songs. And if mm-hmm. you come off the energy of Meet Me in the City and then you hit fans with a song that everybody loves collectively, you know, I, I think that that would be a good second. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly, it's one that he does not play a whole lot in concert. Uh, We've never seen him perform it, and the two times we've seen him. uh, He's not performed it so far on on the early days of of this set list. Uh, So I'm not not even sure when the last time he performed that one in concert uh, would have been, but it's probably been a while. Um, Number three on my list. Now, if you had asked me about my top five Bruce Springsteen albums of all time ahead of this podcast... I honestly don't think that Darkness on the Edge of Town would have made the cut, but here I am wanting to start my fantasy Bruce Springsteen set list off with a third straight cut from that album. Uh, This is one he's certainly not going to play when we see him, but it would be an absolute dream. We haven't, uh, we've never seen him play it before. I don't know when the last time he played it was. Uh, It's my favorite uh, Springsteen car song, Racing in the Street. I think it would bring the mood down a bit from the two previous songs on my list, Badlands and the Promised Land from that same album, but I would absolutely love to see it. Uh, it does look uh, seem playing uh, it does seem like looking at past set lists that he performs racing in the street more for his international audiences than he does the US ones. Uh, so um, yeah, it's one he's not gonna play, but uh, but it would make uh, would definitely make my night. So number three on my set list, racing in the street. What do you have at number three? So I've got at number three, wrecking ball from okay. 2012's um, album, wrecking ball. Um, the title track, it's got grit. It's got that every man appeal. It honestly pumps me up. Again, it's you know you want to hit them with the third song that does you know bring the energy. So when he says, you know, come on, take your best shot. Let me see what you got. Bring on your wrecking ball. But it is kind of a quieter, mm-hmm. too. Like, I mean, he, the lyrics aren't, it's not as, I guess it's not as energetic as Meet Me in the City. So it works as a number three. And it's it's kind of one of those songs that it's like, yeah, life is going to take a crack at you, but damn it, get back up. And, you know, we've got one life. Go ahead and live it to the fullest. And I want that kind of re- retrospective mm-hmm. from Springsteen in concert. So, and I think that's kind of one that everyone can say, you know, that that they've experienced yeah. that kind of energy. It's my favorite track off of the Wrecking Ball album. We have seen him perform it before. He did it in 2012, which was the Wrecking Ball tour. Um, it was The Wrecking Ball was released uh, shortly before we saw him uh, that year in November of 2012. Uh, and he has, he, we, he didn't do it in Oklahoma City. Of course, the bulk of that tour was doing the River album. Uh, but he has been playing it every night on his tour, uh, which is just over a week into it thus far as we're recording this episode. Um, uh, so yeah, I, it would appear he's most likely going to perform it again when we see him in Kansas City in about a week's time. First song on my list that he might actually perform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Uh, number four on my list. Here's another one. 
that I know there's almost zero chance we're going to see live, but it's probably one of my top five Springsteen songs ever, and that's The Ghost of Tom Joad. It originally appeared on the album of the same name from 1995, and then was later recut with Tom Morello on guitar for 2014's High Hopes. It's a story that always seems relevant and has since the Great Depression days of John Steinbeck's Tom Joad character in his novel The Grapes of Wrath, especially with lines like, wherever there's a cop beating a guy. Uh, he performed the song throughout his one-man show on his on the Broadway run, uh, but in concert with the E Street Band, it was last played predominantly on tour in 2014. I believe that's when Morello was standing in for guitarist Stevie Van Zandt, who was off doing an acting gig. So I know we're not going to get the Ghost of Tom Joe, but one of my all-time favorite Springsteen songs, I would have to have it on a uh, on a fantasy set list if I were to write one out. What do you have it for? So I have at number four is uh, Badlands, so okay. that you had talked about in you know 1978, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Another obviously upbeat song that's I'm lyrically magic, you know, um, and I really want to hear it. Um, well, most of all because it's got my favorite Springsteen line, which you've <laughs> mentioned, but it's it's worth repeating. You know, poor man want to be rich, rich man want to be king, and a king ain't satisfied till he rules everything. It's just beautiful. Mm. That's a genius lyric, and so I just want to hear him sing it. <laughs> yeah, it's the first song we've uh, we've both had on both of our set lists. I certainly won't be the last one. Um, clicking right through this, uh, number five on my list, I have uh, another Springsteen track that feels like it would be highly appropriate right now in America, though certainly controversial, uh, but maybe not with most of his fan base. And that song is American Skin, 41 Shots. Mm. Police brutality has long been a problem in this country, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better despite numerous high-profile incidents and the following protests. We just had one a few weeks ago in Memphis. Uh, and Springsteen wrote American Skin following the 1999 New York City death of an unarmed immigrant student named Amadou Diallo, who was fired upon 41 times and, and shot 19 times by four plainclothes New York City officers when he reached for his wallet. The officers were acquitted, as is usually the case. American Skin is the harrowing tale of a different approach to life many people of color must keep in mind when dealing with the police. It's a song Springsteen was performing during the second leg of his one-man show in 2021. Uh, and he's done it a handful of times, uh, most recently in late 2016, the Eastry Band's last tour in the U.S. But it's not one that gets performed a whole lot. He hasn't performed at this tour, but this would be a perfect time to break American Skin 41 Shots out. Maybe not one of his greatest hits, uh, but certainly one of his most important songs and one of my personal favorites. Uh, what, what do you have at number uh, five on your uh, fantasy set list? You know, that one is not on my list, but I agree with you. It would be a good time to to perform that one. But the next one on my list is actually Dancing in the Dark, um, 1975's Born to Run album. It's a fun romantic song, just itching to feel some passion in life. Mm -hmm. um, like when he yells, want to change my clothes, my hair, my face, that restless feeling. It's just... It's got a great beat to it, and my thing is we'll actually be dancing in a dark venue, so it's yeah. kind of perfect. He has performed Dancing in the Dark both times we've seen him. I think along with Born to Run, it's it's the one song he performs at every show he does, especially these days. Uh, so he's done it at every show thus far on his tour. It's not actually going to make my fantasy concert set list because I know that it's one we're going to see. I know it's one we've seen twice before, and I know that he's going to do almost twice as many songs as we have on our fantasy set list so because i knew that that was going to be one of them i didn't even bother putting it on, on, on my set list uh at number six 
I have Atlantic City, which is perhaps the most famous track off Springsteen's Stripped Down Solo 1982 album, Nebraska. It's my favorite track off that album, and it's one that we have never seen him do live before. Uh, I love the chorus, especially the everything dies, baby, that's a fact, but maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Uh, but he hasn't performed this regularly since around 2014. He has been playing Johnny 99 regularly on this tour from that album, Nebraska, and he even played Mansion on the Hill at his uh, uh, one of his most recent stops. I believe it was in uh, Hollywood, Florida, maybe. Uh, so, uh, so he's probably going to perform Johnny 99 from Nebraska. Nebraska is without a doubt my least listened to classic Springsteen album. Uh, I need to get back to it more often because it's just kind of him uh, recording with his guitar sparsely in a bathroom and, and without the E Street Band. It's just it's like the one real classic Springsteen album that I just have not given my full attention to over the years. Uh, I do hope, as I said again, to to um, fix that. Uh, what do you have next on your fantasy set list? So on mine, I'm going to bring it down a couple notches. Actually, quite a bit of notches, but uh, Devils and Dust from the okay. 2003 The Essential Bruce Springsteen. It's got such a dark, smoky tone to it. Not a typical concert song, but I think it could be very powerful. Um, you know, and just lyrically, it's master. It's a masterpiece. And, you know, I've, one of the uh, really... Uh, bunch of lyrics from it but i got god on my side i'm just trying to survive what if what you do to survive kills the things you love fear is a powerful thing it can turn your heart black you can trust i'll it'll take your god-filled soul and fill it with devils and dust yes i want to see that performed in concert i would (laughs) love i want the venue to be dark and maybe a spotlight on him and just have that just fill the entire arena i would love to see that one performed um Live as well. It's not going to happen. Why do you have to be such a uh, The weird thing is, the last time I see that he performed it, according to setlist.fm, would have been at the White House, and it says it was done January 12th, 2017. Um, That's interesting. I feel that was during the... Yeah, okay, it was an unannounced farewell and thank you show for outgoing President Obama. So that makes sense. It, it was done for three about 300 staffers. He performed 15 songs. And so it makes sense that Devils and Dust was one of them. Other than that, he just has not performed this song at all recently. Uh, so you have to go back to 2014 yeah. and mostly uh, overseas. So I don't think he's going to do it, but it is definitely one of my favorite more recent, uh, since 2000 at least, uh, Springsteen songs that i would really get a kick if he played it but but we're probably never going to see that one live i feel like um, we should have like a bruce Jean, like springsteen like bingo card so when he performs a song that we have on these set lists in concert we'll just <laughs> check it off <laughs> we have seen him perform um uh well over uh 50 different songs uh, uh thanks in part to him playing the entirety of the double album the river in oklahoma city in 2016 uh, so, and because of that, we've also, we've kind of seen him play very few of the same songs twice. Uh, that, that'll probably differ when we see him this time. I think we've seen a handful, uh, quite a few of the songs that he's been doing on the tour thus far, uh, in the past. Uh, we're about halfway through our Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Fantasy Concert Set List. 
Uh, number seven on my fantasy set list is um, definitely in the category of songs I'd love to hear in concert, but don't think there's a chance of it happening. And I'm kind of in a run of those right now. April's in a little bit of a run of those right now, too. Uh, and it's one of my uh, all-time favorite Springsteen songs. It's 4th of July, Asbury Park, Sandy, off his sophomore 1973 album, The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle, which will celebrate its 50th anniversary in November. Uh, just last month, Springsteen celebrated the 50th anniversary of his debut, Greetings from Asbury Park, and surprisingly, he's not performed a single song from that debut album on the tour thus far, really? even though it was his first and just celebrated its 50th anniversary. Um, I don't think he's played a lot of those songs often in the past, but you would think that he might break out at least one or two of them for this uh, uh, tour, but he hasn't. Uh, but anyway, back to 4th of July, Asbury Park Sandy, which was off his second album of 1973. Uh, it's perhaps one of my top five Springsteen songs ever. I love the descriptive lyrics of A Summer's Night Spent on the Boardwalk. It's one of his most cinematic songs, and he has a ton of cinematic songs. You can just picture this song in your head. It's one that we have not seen him perform live before. He only seems to really break it out looking at setlist.fm's past setlist when he's performing in the Northeast near the Asbury Park area. Uh, and it's, you know, slim to none on setlists other than that. So number seven on my list, 4th of July, Asbury Park, Sandy. What do you have next? You know, I feel terrible that that's not on my list. <laughs> well, when it comes to song. Bruce Springsteen, uh, Devils and Dust could be one of my 15 favorite songs that didn't make my set list. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, these aren't necessarily our 15 favorite Bruce Springsteen songs, uh, but they're ones we would like to see either because we haven't seen them performed before or they're just ranked so high on our particular personal list that we have to see them every time or want to see them every time we see them uh so what, what do you have next so i have so after devils and dust we're going to bring it up again um i have sherry darling from 1980s okay. the river um it's it's obviously it's a funny song and mm -hmm. i think that's kind of unique um and for springsteen it's you know about a guy who does not get along with his girlfriend's mom who's implied to be overly judgmental opinionated yet who's still getting rides from him <laughs> to work so it's just fun i would just imagine because I love yelling this line in the car that you can tell her there's a hot sun beating on a blacktop. She keeps talking. She'll be walking that last block. Like, I love to shout that in the car. So imagine shouting that with a room full of people or a venue full of people. And the horns are, are just mwah, like on that song. I love the horns. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite tracks off the river. And of course, we saw him do it during the river tour in 2016, uh, which again, as I said at the beginning of this podcast episode that was the last time the east street band toured together it's hard to believe it's been seven years since we saw them almost seven full years since we saw them um do that tour yeah i feel like they're not going to do as much from the river because that was their last yeah um let me look at what he's got at, at his last one um i he has been doing one song off the river on this tour and that is out in the street which is one of the more propulsive rock hits from that album so yeah he's been doing one song from that album i think that because they it did the entire album uh the last time next on my list another one we're not gonna see do live uh but i would <laughs> love it is long walk home which is my favorite bruce springsteen song from the last 20 years worth of albums uh it was on his terrific t 2007 album magic 
which was heavily inspired by the dis- disillusionment of American society felt during the George W. Bush, Bush presidency. Man, if we only knew it was going to get worse. Uh, Magic is, in my opinion, probably Springsteen's most underrated album. I really love this one. It came out when I was in college. Uh, I had already been a fan of his classics, but it was so nice to have a new album at that time and one that meant so much uh, to some of us who felt, like I said, disillusioned. Uh, and a long, long Walk Home truly gets that feeling down right. Uh, it's kind of a spiritual brother to My Hometown, which is one of my favorite tracks off the Born in the USA album. Uh, and we've never seen him do this live. He performed it throughout his one-man Broadway run but it hasn't been featured heavily in sets with the E Street Band since around the time the Magic album came out. So a good 15 years or so, he hasn't really performed this much uh, in concert with the band. What do you have uh, next on your uh, fantasy Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band set list? So my next song would be Death to My Hometown from 2012's Wrecking Ball. Um, As we've said before, Springsteen can write an epic protest song like Born in the USA, but I really love the Celtic rock vibe Mm -hmm. of Death to My Hometown. And I honestly did not realize, which I should have, but in researching it, um, didn't realize that it was actually in reference to the 2007-2008 financial crisis, Mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you listen to it really, um, explaining it wasn't rifles that cut us down. If you really read, you can listen to the song and realize it's lyrical magic, but when you actually just sit there and read the lyrics, you're like, man, he really is a genius. Um, But it's just a song, too, that you want to stomp your feet to and really kind of throw your fists in the air and... um, you know, get excited about during a concert and, you know, I don't know, hopefully go out and make a difference. <laughs> it's one of uh, uh, the songs we had the privilege of seeing him do in Kansas City in 2012 on the Wrecking Ball Tour. It was one of five songs from that album that he did uh, because it, it was just released. I swear the album may have come out one week before we saw him. Uh, he did five songs from that album, including the title track Wrecking Ball, We Take Care of Our Own, Shackled and Drawn, mm-hmm. and Land of Hope and Dreams. Uh, Next on my list is Streets of Philadelphia, the Oscar-winning song that Springsteen wrote and recorded for director Jonathan Demme's 1993 movie Philadelphia, which stars Tom Hanks as an attorney who seeks justice after being fired from his firm when they learn that he has AIDS. It's one of my favorite Springsteen songs. Uh, It's one that we haven't seen him play before, and perhaps it's the most unlikely to be played of any of the songs on my fantasy set list. Though I will say that the R&B flavor of Streets of Philadelphia would fit in perfectly with a couple of songs that Springsteen has been performing off of his recent R&B covers album, Only the Strong Survive. Uh, Springsteen performs Streets of Philadelphia every single time he goes to Philadelphia, according to the set list I've seen. But otherwise, he's only done it twice since the year 2000. Oh, wow. Every okay. time in Philly, <laughs> never anywhere else. So like I said, it is the least likely of any song on this episode that he's going to perform probably on your list, too. Uh, it just, he does not perform this one. No. Uh, so uh, Streets of Philadelphia, what do you have next? So the next one, um, which gives me hope since he will likely be performing this, is Out in the Street from 1980s yeah. The River. I assume that you're sensing a theme. I really like his River, <laughs> The River album. Um, and is you know, it because you binged it before we went to see him in 2016? <laughs> um, yes and no. I think that he, he has said before that that album was kind of for the ladies. So I think mm. that honestly is why I like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't have you. a single song from The River on my fantasy set list. Now, I would have had we not seen that tour because the, the title track of that album, The River, is one of my all-time favorites. Easily a top 10 Springsteen song for me. Though I will say it is the downer of that album. 
What one? The river, the, the oh, song. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? Out in the street. But back at the out um, in the street. Yes. Um. So I, again, I just really like the groove. I like his uh, 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 oh. Yep. <laughs> it's a fun one when it's just kind of that whole vibe of when you're away from work and you're done and you just want to go have fun. It's the perfect live rock song to see a done concert. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Land of Hope and Dreams next. Now, it's a song we've seen him do. We saw him do it live in November 2012 at the Sprint Center in Kansas City. Uh, and it was released on the Wrecking Ball album. Uh, but he actually wrote Land of Hope and Dreams all the way back in 1999 and performed it on tour quite a bit. And it even appeared on multiple live albums. Uh, but the Wrecking Ball album was the first time that they ever did a studio recording of it. Uh, because we've seen him do this, it won't mean too much to me. That he's certainly probably not going to do it this time. He hasn't performed it yet on the tour. Uh, But it is such an uplifting and hopeful song that I'm always going to want to hear it. And I know we saw it. It looks like we only saw it in 2012. He didn't do it in 2016. But but at least we got to see him do it once. Uh, So that's uh, Land of Hope and Dreams. What do you have? So um, this one might surprise you, actually. Um, the next one on my list is Do I Love You? Indeed I Do. Okay. From this year's Only the Strong Survive. Um, originally by Frank Wilson. I just love the lyrics, the upbeat nature. It's just a fun love song. And I love that it's, you know, he performed it on, I be- was it Fallon? He, it, performed, he it- performed it on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. And that, and I, he just had so much fun performing it. And when I see, it's one of his newer ones. And, you know, when you see an artist having so much fun performing a song, then, you know, you're jazzed up to see it. So I, I love that it's very soulful and he has fun doing it and he sings it in a fun way. And it's a great song from, a, you know, new music from him. Mm-hmm. So... Well, he uh, has been playing a couple of songs on every show from Only the Strong Survive, so you will get that. But I think it's been the same two songs every night so far, and it's not uh, that one. He has been performing Night Shift, a cover of the mid-'80s Commodore song, which may be my favorite track off of his Only the Strong Survive album. And he's also been playing a Ben E. King cover called Don't Play That Song, You Lied. Uh, so we're probably gonna we're, we're almost certainly gonna get the R and B flavor from that album. Probably not gonna get your wish with that one though. But who knows? It's, maybe he'll break a new one out. It's a short one. He could squeeze it in. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I've got two more songs on my main set list before I get to the encore, and these are songs that he has been playing at every show. So we're probably gonna see him, but they're songs that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the first one, Rosalita, come out tonight off the Wild, the Innocent, and the East Street Shuffle. It's Perhaps the one song that most completely represents the entire E Street Band sound to me. It's an epic seven-minute, likely even longer in concert, rave of a party with an assortment of instruments and tongue-twisting verses that even at 73, Springsteen is apparently still nailing from what I've read on Twitter. Um, It's one of those performances sure to bring the house down. It certainly did when we saw him do it in Oklahoma City in 2016. He didn't perform it in in, in Kansas City when we saw him in 2012, though. Hold on a second. Yeah, okay. It has been performed every stop of the current tour, uh, and it's one of three songs along with E Street Shuffle and Kitty's Back that have been. So uh, that second album that came out 50 years ago has is widely represented on a set list, even though his debut, Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, is not. Um, I'd be shocked if Rosalita's not somewhere on your set <laughs> list. 
Is it perhaps also at number 11? It is not at number 11, but you can be damn sure it is on my list. (laughs) It is one of my favorites. But my number 11 would be Hungry Heart. Again, from 1980, The River. Which we've Um, seen him do twice in concert We have, and I'd like to see him do it again. (laughs) So it's just, you know, it's uh, just with the opening line, you know, got a wife and kids in Baltimore, Jack. I went out for a ride and I never went back. One of the all-time great opening lyrics to any song. It really is. And so it's, you know, it's so kind of funny because it feels like people sing it as more of a romantic song and it's really about broken relationships. It's a guy who leaves his family behind. <laughs> yeah, so it's almost, it, it's, but it's still fun. And the way he sings, you know, again, the huh, huh, hungry. I'm not going to try yeah. that. But <laughs> the, what he does with that is beautiful. It's fun. All right. My last song on the main uh, set list before we get to our three song encore is uh, Backstreet's. Uh, it's the song that inside one of Born to Run, if you're listening to the album on vinyl, it's one of those songs that I'm most pumped to hear Springsteen do in Kansas City. Uh, we have not seen him do it yet. Uh, I think it's got to be one that must be epic to see done live. And he has been doing it on every stop of the tour thus far, which means he's most likely going to do it in Kansas City. So hopefully he doesn't uh, kind of break my heart here. Uh, the music is especially, and especially the opening piano is so cinematic. Back in college... Uh, good almost 15 years ago now when I had a long walk from my apartment building to the furthest building away on campus where I had multiple classes, I would frequently put back streets in my earbuds and just groove for the six and a half minutes. Uh, it, it would be a great way, in my opinion, to end the main set and head into the encore. Uh, like I said, he's been performing it on every stop of this tour, but he is playing it uh, maybe about midway through the show. Uh yeah, probably about midway through the show. So Backstreets is what I'm going to end my main set with, though. What are you ending your main set with? So with mine, I am would end it with 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Okay, um, you which know, he's from, going to do. He does it yeah. every show. Born to Run, 1975. Um, it's not actually, and this, you might be like, oh my gosh, what? It's not one of my favorite Springsteen songs. It's probably I mean, only my fifth favorite song on the Born to Run album. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a top song for me, but man, in concert, that when people are shouting 10th Avenue Freeze Out, I mean, he just go, again, it's the whole E Street Band just rocking, and it's pretty magical. So that's how I would end the main part of the set, because you want to end on a song Mm -hmm. that's just like, ooh. (laughs) That is how he ended his entire concert the first time we saw him in 2012. It was the very last song he did right after Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um, and it went on a while. <laughs> yeah, and he did it in the encore when we saw him uh, in Oklahoma City in 2016. We thought that was going to be the end of the show, but then he did the Isley Brothers song Shout, and then he performed very surprisingly with a uh, kind of a toned-down performance of Bobby Jean from uh, the Born in the USA album, which was quite a surprising end to that show. He has been performing it on this tour, also in the encore, usually as the penultimate song of the tour of the night. Uh, And he does it all the time, mostly in tribute to uh, the late great saxophonist Clarence Clemens, who was dear friends with Springsteen and a lifelong E Street Band member who died in, I believe, 2011. He's been doing it ever since then. Uh, Clarence's nephew, Jake, is the, has been the saxophonist ever since then. Uh, he does a great job. And 10th Avenue Freezeout is basically the, about the formation of the E Street Band, so it's a very important song to all E Street fans. Um, like 10th Avenue Freezeout, uh, 
my encores, all three encore songs are going to be from the Born to Run album on my list. Uh, and Backstreets, which I ended my main set list uh, from, was also on that album. So I would love to see this. I don't think it's going to happen this way. Uh, but that is... You got to stop being a Debbie Downer about that. This. Well, <laughs> they, like most artists, Springsteen performs basically, at least in his elderly days now, uh, the songs, the same songs every night with a few differences so uh, you can pretty much tell what you're going to get if you follow the set list there's something to be said for going into a show without paying any attention to set lists but i like to kind of know what's coming elderly days i want to be like him if i'm elderly i know uh he's in better shape at 73 than i am at 35 um born to run uh that's going to start my encore um it's a certainty to be in the encore when we see him. Probably not the number, the start of it. It's been played a little bit later on. Uh, so if there's one Springsteen and the Street band that they're going to do live at every single show, it is Born to Run. It's his most famous. It's likely his most popular song ever. It's personally my second favorite song of his. Uh, and I would lead the encore off with it. Uh, hearing it perform live in, thousands, in front of thousands of East Street band fanatics is as close to a spiritual moment as you're ever going to have at, at a concert. Um, yeah, so he's going to do it. Probably won't be the number one song of Zoncore, but just the fact that we know he's going to do it is going to be an amazing moment. Uh, does it lead your encore, or do you have it a little further down your encore? I have it actually a little further down in my encore. Okay, um, now, and I, uh, before you get going, I do want to say that most artists, when they do an encore, it's one, maybe two, sometimes three songs. For Springsteen, it's basically a whole other hour of music. He's been doing seven to eight songs in the encore of this tour, again, to... to Limit the time that this could go on. Uh, we've limited it to three. So what is your number one on the encore? So my number one is my favorite Springsteen song. So I would have number one is Thunder Road. Okay. So from 1975, Born to Run. Um, again, my favorite song. We've seen him twice. It's perform- He performed it once. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, again, love it lyrically. It's a lot of energy. The crescendos just, I mean, the entire song is just crescendoing to the final part of the song. It really makes it a perfect concert song. You're just building that energy with him as he's performing it. And it's, you know, one of his most popular. And there's something about the vibe, and you kind of mentioned this with Born to Run. There's something about the vibe of fans at a Springsteen concert, especially with his hits, that just makes it so... I mean, transformative. <laughs> it's like you transform into this other realm. <laughs> it's very cool. So I, I am very excited. I, he better perform it. <laughs> um, part of what makes us perfect concert goers and life partners together is that uh, we agree so much on music. And like you, Thunder Road is also my all-time favorite Springsteen song. I've got it number two on my encore. And honestly, for, for most of the time I was thinking about doing these, this podcast, I thought I would end the show with Thunder Road because I think it would be a perfect mm-hmm. concert ender. But I do have another one that I'm going to go with for my fantasy concert set list. I almost um, ended it with it, but yeah. I was thrilled when we first saw Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band live in concert in Kansas City in November 2012. Uh, but when that show ended without the band performing Thunder Road, uh, the opening track off of Born to Run, it felt a little incomplete to me. Uh, four years later, we saw the band again in Oklahoma City. Thankfully, there was Thunder Road, one of the handful of non-The River songs that he did that night. Um, you know, and I think- And he actually began the encore that night with Born to Run, and then uh, um, 
this was the last song he played before the encore. So I got Thunder Road and Board to Run essentially back-to-back with a little bit of time in between for the band to go to the bathroom, do their thing. Uh, and I think that, you know, ending... Because it is my favorite song, and mm-hmm. I thought about ending it with it. However, my thing about it is, if you end with your favorite song, and then it's like, well, I just want more. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's a little bit, you know, you come off of that high, and you want to just kind of, like, come a little bit And down. that's probably what made Thunder Road into the encore of Born to Run in Oklahoma City seven years ago, uh, the most special concert moment of my life. Uh, now, when Springsteen began this current tour on February 1st in Tampa, Florida... I was very bummed to see that Thunder Road was not on the set list. But it has appeared at every show since, so it's a pretty good sign. Uh, Having seen it before, it won't be the biggest bummer in the world if they skip it in Kansas City once again. But it is the one song that I'm always going to want to see the most at any Springsteen show, just because I think it's his best. It is my all-time personal favorite. Um, so that is number two on my encore. Oh, and I will I will point out that my dream would be, and he didn't do this in Oklahoma City, and I don't think he's going to do it even if he performs it here. My dream would be, I saw him do a piano performance of this. I think it was the Hammersmith Odeon performance in London in the late 70s that was included uh, on a, a live concert DVD and one of the anniversary um editions of the Born to Run album. And ever since seeing that, I honestly think that even though the band is so perfect on Thunder Road, you mentioned the crescendos, the great saxophone by Clarence Clement at the end, even though the band is perfect on Thunder Road, that piano performance where it's basically spring scene and a piano, that may be my all-time favorite performance of Thunder Road. I don't think you agree with that. No, I mean, it's beautiful. I know what you're talking about, and it's beautiful, but if I'm in concert, I want to be transformed. (laughs) I think in my fantasy world, I would like to see the piano version of Thunder Road leading to what I have as my last song, Uh, but you have a couple more songs, I believe, on your set list, so let's get to your your second encore song. My second encore song was Rosalita, Come Out Tonight. I knew it would be on your list somewhere. (laughs) 1973, The Wild, The Innocent, and The East Streets Shuffle. So, Bruce does an amazing, or does amazing on songs where he's singing about begging a girl to come with him on Mm -hmm. this crazy ride of life. I mean, it's just, it's in Thunder Road, it's through, I mean, just bunches of songs in his. So, the song has got great energy, the horns are just perfect and i just want to you know it's hard not to dance when he starts singing you know rosalita jump a little higher and just like that just grooving it's it's a perfect so that's why it's perfect for an encore i feel like because you're you especially in my list we've got thunder road and you're you know riding that high and then you go straight into rosalita which has got a different beat to it and you're just but it's still just high energy so you want to keep that energy up i think it is perfect for an encore he did it when we saw him in oklahoma city in his encore was his third encore song after born to run and dancing in the dark he's been doing it in his seven to eight song encore every night on the tour the only reason it's not in my encore is i can only do three songs uh so i put it a little earlier in my fantasy set list but yes you're right it is the absolute perfect encore song um my the last song on my fantasy bruce springsteen the history band concert playlist my favorite springsteen the history band song that i have yet to see perform live in concert is the almost 10-minute-long epic Jungle Land, which ends the Born to Run album. Again, the greatest album ever recorded, in my opinion. I feel my life will be incomplete if I never hear Jungle Land live, but I've pretty much come to terms with the fact that my life will just wind up incomplete. (laughs) 
Jungle Land just does not make the cut often in Springsteen's live shows these days, especially outside of the Northeast of the United States. It would make the most epic way to end a concert, as it did that album. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I know this, so I, I'm not. I don't have my sights. I don't have my hopes up. So that's one of the reasons why I like looking at set list going into a show. Um, Springsteen has been ending every show on the current tour with I'll See You in My Dreams from the band's most recent album, Letter to You, which they released in 2020. Uh, and that makes perfect sense. Uh, so that, that'll be a good uh, show ender if he keeps it. He's done it the last one every show thus far in the first week plus of his tour. But Jungle Land would be so epic. Um, what is finishing your fantasy, Bruce Springsteen, the Eastry Band set list? So my final song would be Born to Run. Okay, yep. yeah, that makes sense. I, I guess I wasn't even thinking it had been on your <laughs> on your list yet. That, again, that that's a perfect song, but kind of like would do you what you were saying. Do you want to end on? Well, it? okay, but see, it's my second favorite Springsteen yeah. song. Well, in mine, so in mine too. Yeah. But man, if there's any song that makes you want to keep going, it's Born to Run. This is true. This is true. But at that point, we're probably going to be all exhausted. Another <laughs> so thing I forgot to say, and why I want, I originally thought I might have Thunder Road as my last one, other than Jungle Land. Now, Jungle Land ends on this great. Uh, band performance and then a kind of whispered thing and it just because it's so cinematic it would make a great finish but i don't know that there could be a better lyric to end a show a show on than thunder road's final line this town's full of losers and i'm pulling out of here to win which is probably my all-time favorite bruce springsteen lyric probably my all-time favorite music lyric in general but again i get i get why you wouldn't want to end the show on thunder road or born to run Despite the fact that I have Born to Run (laughs) as my final song. And I will say that, you know, it it, again, it's kind of my similar desire to hear Thunder Road. It's his most popular song. And, you know, being, again, you had mentioned it's kind of almost like a spiritual experience for fans. And it really is, you know. And that's why being in a venue where you're hearing Born to Run performed, I mean, it's just rocking out with other diehard fans. It's, you know, it's unmatched. So, and I just remember us singing it too at the top of our lungs in 2016. And it was just so cool. I mean, when you yell tramps like us, baby, we were born to run. And it's got another amazing line from him. Together, Wendy, we can live with the sadness. I'll love you with all the madness in my soul. I mean, it's just, yeah, I absolutely want to fall in love and run away with whoever says that to me. (laughs) All right. So uh, we have uh, finished our fantasy concert set list uh we're gonna see him in roughly a week in kansas city let's talk about some of the stuff that he's been playing that he most likely will play that night uh like i said he's he's been opening the show with no surrender i think that'll be a great moment uh he's been doing number two on the set list every night it's been ghost which is a great song from their recent album letter to you uh i think that may have even made it for a, a perfect opener for this tour uh prove it all night he's doing we've seen him do it before uh, in Kansas City, that's always great. Letter to You, the title track for the most recent album, great. Um, Candy's Room from um, uh, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Uh, one that I don't think we've seen him perform before. Actually, I think he did it in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, he performed it in Kansas City in 2012. Um, Kitty's Back, I don't think we've seen him do that one before from uh, the E Street Shuffle. Uh, he's doing the E Street Shuffle, which will be amazing to see uh, live. Last Man Standing, he's been doing solo acoustic, 
uh, from the most recent album. Uh, he's been doing his Because the Night, which he wrote in Patti Smith, for and Patti Smith had a hit with. Uh, we saw him do that before in Kansas City. He's performing She's the One from Born to Run. Uh, the most songs of any album is from Born to Run that he's been performing. Um, he always performs The Rising. Always a great song to see yeah, live. We've seen sure. it every time he's done it. Yeah. Um, Glory Days, which we saw him do in Kansas City uh, from the Born in the USA album and Dancing in the Dark from the Born in the USA album he's been doing at every show. Uh, so it's almost certainly that we'll see those. Um, anything from the set list he's been doing that you're really looking forward to that we haven't talked about so far? Oh, gosh. Um, that we haven't talked about yeah. so far. Let me... Um, we actually, I have been, um, the, you actually made a Spotify list yeah. of the set, um, list. So that, that will be, um, I've been trying to listen to a little bit more of that. I'm trying to kind of look through real quick. I mean, obviously that we haven't talked about so far. Oh yeah. man, there's so many that we've talked about, like all my yeah. favorite ones. Um, you know, I think the no surrender, I'm excited mm, to yeah, hear that. Yeah. It, it, as the opener, I believe yeah. you had mentioned. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm excited to hear that. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of excited to hear it all. <laughs> He's been doing uh, on average five songs from Born to Run, four each from the new album Letter to You from 2020 and Darkness on the Edge of Town, three each from Born in the USA, The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle. Uh, and then two from the R&B covers album he just did. And then he's done one each from Wrecking Ball, The River, The Rising, and Nebraska uh, at each of his shows. So it should be a lot of a, fun. I wish it was a little bit more from The Wrecking Ball. Yeah. But uh, well, we saw him on tour in 2012 doing true. that one. So that's I think true. we've we've kind of had enough of that. Um, my biggest concern right now is his last show in Dallas on Saturday night, which was February 10th. Um, he was without... Three band members. He was without little Stevie Van Zant, uh, who has COVID. He was without Susie Tyrell, the violinist, uh, not an original member, but but an important one for the last few times we've seen her before, uh, both times. Um, she's also has COVID, and then his wife Patty uh, Scalfa. Uh, has missed a handful of shows already on the tour. She doesn't perform full time, I don't think, anymore with the East Street Band. I don't believe she was with them. Uh, at least one of the two times we saw them uh, before as well. Uh, the little Stevie Van Zandt thing would really bum me out. He's, we got a week, so hopefully, surely he'll be healthy by then. But what really worries me is if COVID works its way through the band, because uh, I would hate to get all the way to okay. Kansas City, which is about five and a half hours from where we live, uh, and all of a sudden not see this concert that I've honestly been waiting seven years to see uh so uh good vibes hopefully hopefully they'll get healthy uh and we'll get to do that but right now that's a little bit of a concern for me uh but man uh the set list so far on this 2023 tour uh have been really amazing uh so uh i want to thank you for listening i want to thank april for uh joining us again yeah, always again fun. please review and rate us and check us out at the wordwebzine.weebly.com